0: Hallelujah. the Holy Gospel, according to Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Luke writes, that very day, two of Jesus's followers were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying, that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken, was it not necessary? that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted them in all of the scriptures, the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly saying, stay with us. For it is towards evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed it and broke it, and he gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with, the gathered, with them and gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, dear saints, have you ever had a situation happened to you when something so devastating happened that it literally rendered you speechless. Your breath was taken away, your heart raced, your body was numb, and you didn't know what to do next or even if you could do anything at all. It was a struggle to get through the day and maybe even a cause to lose hope as if the wind had been taken out of your sails. Have you ever felt something like that? Perhaps it is because you have put high hopes in being cured of a sickness and it hasn't turned out the way that Maybe you had expected. Or maybe even like these followers of Jesus, you were overcome with the death of a loved one. All of these things, they can consume us and bring on a loss of hope. Today we hear of two disciples consumed with the Events of the last few days. And it's been an overwhelming week for them, from Jesus's triumphant entry into the city to his betrayal and his arrest culminating in his crucifixion and his burial. All of this was, well, it was just too much. The disciples have had the wind taken out of their sails, And they are lost, they are confused, and they don't know what is to come. Now, some of the women, they had come, they had reported that angels had told them that he is not here, he is risen. But when Peter went and he had taken a look, all that he saw were the strips of linen lying there. So they regarded this as nonsense. So later that day, that day of the Lord's resurrection, these two followers of Jesus, well, they head back home to their village of Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And as they walked and talked together, they were, well, they were filled with a mixture of sadness, of grief, of confusion, a loss of hope trying to make sense of everything that had happened in these last few days. You see, they had had high hopes. Jesus, he was supposed to have been their Messiah. He was supposed to come and liberate Israel to free the people from oppression. But now, Jesus was gone. And as these disciples were preoccupied with all these thoughts. We're told that Jesus, he comes up. And he walks beside them. Yet they're kept from recognizing him. I wonder why would Jesus do that? Why would Jesus delay revealing That he is alive to them. Why let them continue to suffer. And think that all that they had hoped for. Well it's. Now gone. And when they asked Jesus. Don't you know what has been going on these last few days. Jesus acts like he doesn't know. And as he typically does. Well, he asks his own question. What things? About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. And the chief priests and our rulers, they handed him over to be sentenced to death. And they crucified him but we, we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Then Jesus, he says to the disciples, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not Christ, have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory. You see, Jesus wants the disciples to understand, understand that all that has happened, well, it was prophesied. Jesus taught them. He taught them from the beginning with Moses and all the prophets, how all of these events about himself were a fulfillment of the scriptures. (laughs) Can you imagine being there on that road? A Bible study, you might say, as he reminded them of just what the scriptures taught. Perhaps he began with Genesis and the creation account, and then went to Genesis three fifteen, where God cursed the serpent, saying, "I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and and her, between your seed and his seed, and he will bruise your head, and you will bruise his head." Heal, and maybe Isaiah seven fourteen, where God says, "Therefore the Lord Himself." will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and she will have a son and call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Maybe Jesus even quoted Isaiah 53.3, where it says, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him, and we esteemed him not. We don't know. What we can know is that it would have been an amazing journey through the scriptures as Jesus traveled with them on that road to Emmaus, Jesus would have taught them about the Messiah and why it was necessary for Christ to suffer and die and be raised again. So what can we learn from this great enlightening experience that the disciples had with Jesus? Well, for us, it means that we can also rely on the word of God. To learn all that we need to know about Jesus. And we can also learn how the Old Testament, that it points to Jesus as the Savior who is to come. And we can learn that in the Gospels, we hear of Jesus, how the word became flesh. We hear how he came to heal and to proclaim the good news. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We hear of Jesus' resurrection appearances. The letters of Paul and Peter and others, they encourage us to live in faith, trusting in all that Jesus has done for us and for our salvation as a free gift of grace. Jesus continues to reveal who he is through his truth that is in his word, so that our hearts, they burn within us as we learn more and more about Jesus and of his love and mercy that is for you. And it is not without significance that it was around the breaking of bread that the disciples' eyes They were opened and they see Jesus for who he really is. As he took bread, he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to them. You see these words, they're almost identical to those that were said at the last supper where Jesus, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to them. Dear saints, we will gather here at the table, at the altar for communion in a few minutes ourselves. And we will acknowledge this time when we can gather at the table and commune with the Lord Jesus, the host and the meal itself. (coughs) For it is a meal that involves all of our senses. As we taste, we See, We hear, we feel, we smell, and we experience Jesus in this holy meal. We receive the holy gospel, our inheritance, all that our Savior won for us on the cross here in the sacrament, in his means of grace. He reveals to us as well in the flesh the good news, the gospel himself. Another thing that was interesting about those two men on the road to Emmaus, the ones that did break bread with Jesus, is that once their eyes were opened, Jesus vanished. He disappeared. Why? Well, our answer is in what we are told happens next. This is something that they could not keep to themselves. They could not wait to run the seven miles back to Jerusalem and to spread and share this good news. You see, they gave witness to what had just happened. They had that he was for sure risen, that he had just walked with them and he had talked with them and he had explained all the scriptures to them and that he had broken bread at the table with them. Dear saints, while we have not seen the risen Christ for ourselves, we can be assured that just as the scriptures say he is risen. And this is something that we cannot keep to ourselves. We are to gather and share this good news with all of those that we encounter by showing them what the scriptures say about, about our Lord and witnessing to them through our sanctified works. We don't need to hide in fear of all that has happened or what is happening, but we can be filled with joy for the new hope that we have in Jesus and all that he has done for you. Even though we have times where we experience despair, sadness, shattered hopes, we are not alone. Maybe Jesus is right there walking beside you and you haven't noticed him come alongside you and he asks tell me what's troubling you what things although we can't make sense of all that is going on Jesus wants us to be in conversation with him for us to cast our burdens on him in prayer, with trust. Jesus, he is our living Lord, who is committed to walk with us and help us to endure all things. He tells us that nothing can separate us from his love. Listen to him in his word and draw comfort and Strength from His Word and from His Sacrament as we walk and learn from Christ. May our hearts burn within us as we hear Jesus speak to us through the Spirit, through faith in the resurrected Jesus. It enables us to truly see that the risen Lord is our hope when the wind has been taken out of our sails. Let's remember that we are not walking alone. The risen Jesus is walking there with us, seeing us through, and he is breaking bread with us, the good news himself, himself, our Lord, our Savior, and our hope. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, may it, Guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen.